Welcome to the Stories We Don't Tell. I'm Stephen. I'm Joey. And I'm Paul. And this is a podcast about storytelling. I go into the backyard and I notice. I notice the sky over the park beside my house. I don't think I've ever looked at it the way that I'm looking at it now. But there are no distractions now to appreciate over this. It's like the girl in an 80s John Hughes movie. Always been there, but never noticed how cool you are above everyone else. It's sunset and the sun looks like the flame of a lit match in a dimmed room. There's dark around the edges of it and all around it. The darkness melts, diffuses into a stark center of brightness that slowly slides down until all is dark. I pull out my phone and take a picture. It's so pretty that I think, I am a photographer. I post the picture to Instagram. My cursor is in the caption field. I pause. What the hell do I say? What do I leave out? I type, we still have the sky. In all lowercase, with no punctuation. Because I'm not sure if it's an affirmation or a question. Suddenly I'm not sure what feeling sure feels like. Because I felt really sure about certain things just days ago, but now, now there's just gradients of uncertainty. But we still have the sky. Just days ago I had outside and I haven't been to every place outside, but I could have got to maybe 5% of it, at least. Could have taken a cruise I pretended to hate. I could have complained about slow service while waiting with a full shopping cart. Just days ago, hand sanitizer seemed like enough. So we still have the sky? Speaking of enough, My list of what's enough has shrunk, like the jeans that I swear still fit me. Still enough for me to try and squeeze me into them, no matter how uncomfortable I am. I sacrifice with the cutting into my gut and the inability to bend and move freely. Just as long as everyone else thinks I look good in them. I can't breathe and I'm uncomfortable. This is how I feel right now but I don't want you to know how bad this feels for me to squeeze into this. Because what if you admit the same thing, that you're more uncomfortable than you show? I don't know what to say or what to show. So here I sit, confined in something I desperately want to peel off. And now the outside is shrinking too. The park under the sky I took a picture of is no longer part of the little sliver of outside that I go to every day with my daughter Gabby. It's banned and if we go we get fined. Fine. Great, considering the circumstances. Except that I yelled at Gabby days ago because she didn't want to go to the park. 
You will go to the park, I roar. She cries. You don't have to yell. And she pouts. But you really need to hear me. Because when they take that park away, you'll wish that you went. She stops the 30 steps to the park with her scooter that I insisted she take, dragging it behind her. Go, scoot, scoot around the track as many times as you can until it's dark. I sit on a bench and watch her go around the track. She reaches the point furthest away from me and the park is atop a small hill so it looks like she's whizzing just below the edge of the horizon, just below the sky. There you are again. This time you're blue and clear like a vacation sky that I swear I've never seen at home. Your clouds are so white and fluffy that when the wind stirs them around, I stare like some kind of sky voyeur pervert. I grab my phone to take a picture, but it's not enough. The sky pervert in me hungrily craves more. I swipe through the camera menu until I get to time-lapse video. I press record and set it up on the bench while I gently yell to Gabby, go around three more times. She doesn't argue this time and happily pushes off. After her last lap, she leans into me at the bench. I pick up my phone and stop recording. What's that? She asks. Oh, this? It's a video. Now we have the sky. She grabs my hand and we walk the 30 steps home, step inside, lock the door, and immediately wash our hands for 30 seconds. So we've been talking about this uh, for a couple of episodes now. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you think, so... In your writing of this, what, uh, how did you come to talk about this? Actually, if you go my, to my Instagram, you'll see the picture. It's there. And I, I thought, I don't know. I was never like one of those people who was like, I'm going to take a picture of the woods and the sky. Like, all pretty narcissist type pictures from me. <laughs> and I thought, you know, all these things are taken away. And I, I, really never I was just thinking the other day I said I don't think I ever really understood gratitude or I don't think I really truly in my bones felt gratitude because I pretty much have whatever I need like I'm not you know extremely wealthy or whatever but I really do have what I need but I only appreciated it in the moment where everything was just taken away. And I was like, oh my God. And I just happened to be sitting there. I was frustrated from being stuck in here. My daughter's all over me. And I look up at the sky and I was like, well, at least that's the same. And I thought, but is it? Is it, is it still going to be the same? I don't know. Yeah, and it's I mean, it, it has less CO2 emissions right now. So that's probably really good. Yeah, that too. And that's the other thing too, is I noticed that it looks really clear and it's like really captures your attention. Yeah. 
it was, uh, you know, you talk, you're talking about the playground and everything. And that was, for me, uh, that was the thing about a week ago or so. I don't know. Again, all mm -hmm. time doesn't exist anymore. Um, but just when it, it was the first kind of, I don't know why, but I was out for a walk very far away from lots of people. But like I came to a park and it was the first time that I saw a park with like the yellow uh, like police tape, like caution tape around it and all the sign. And it, I don't, it was just, that was sort of like a, such a strong visual of like, oh, this is, you know, things have changed. Everything is sort of different now. And like you said, it's how will it be able to get back in some way? Yeah. 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 Because everyone's talking or trying in public to say, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. But if I see like just one more thing about learn a new skill or a great time to start baking and someone said, oh, you'll spend more quality time with your daughter. And I thought, yeah, but the only reason it's quality time is because there's something in contrast to that time that I, I have with her and that's time apart where I have the freedom to do something else. Mm -hmm. I see now I think of work as a freedom. That's the fucked up part. Right. No, but yeah, like I, the, the, the amount of which, the, the amount of spin early on in this whole thing that came towards like trying to be like, you know, like, you know, Hemingway wrote when he was interred. <laughs> Fuck off. Like, you know, like it's, it's like, like, no, like whether or not like three people once used a time that they were literally cool, like, self-isolated usefully does not make it a guaranteed success like most people here are just trying to survive in the best way they can exactly yeah 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 it was just um but it was it was just strange in not strange it was just something about that moment i i don't i don't even think i fully captured it but i remember looking at the sky and thinking just the very first reaction was like, okay, great. At least that's still there. And then it heightened to this appreciation for it. And then it like quickly turned into doubt, which is how my moods go every day now. Mm. I'm like, hopeful, really hopeful. I'm going to stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, the, this is a, this is, this is where like everybody gets to experience mood swings. It's like, Part of the pandemic is mood swings. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So maybe because I wanted to make sure that we because you you are being very active because you're you're a performer, you're a comedian, you're a storyteller. Um, so I I really wanted to make sure um, you know because it's just important that we're all trying to still connect to each other. That's why we're doing mm -hmm. this thing. So um, for Maybe, can you just tell us about some of the stuff that you are doing or that you have actually coming up? Yeah, so I just finished doing, um, as soon as I found out that schools were, um, the first time that they were going to not be in school until April 4th, which is how fast, um, I immediately just booked like eight uh, online kids variety shows, or sorry, I, I organized them. Um, and then 
I'm still, I'm doing my kind of late show, which I'm pre-recording now, but also I'm doing a Mosaic Untold Lives uh, on April 14th because I, we haven't, we were supposed to do one in early April and Georgette was supposed to go to the Bahamas, but now she's here and stuck here. And I thought, you know what, this is a really good time to have um, people come together where they sort of need to to unload all the emotions that are bubbling to the surface, whether they have to do directly with thoughts of the pandemic, but I feel like other things come up to the surface now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, all right, everybody, should we get to the lightning round? That's good. That's staying in for sure. Wah, wah, wah. So besides noticing that the sky is amazing, what's something that you miss? Going out for coffee and getting like a croissant that's not pre-wrapped in some plastic container. <laughs> and that you have to like wash and sanitize. <laughs> Just want to put the carbs in my mouth. <laughs> Just get them in my mouth quickly. <laughs> yeah, isn't, you, you know, with, with this question, it is kind of, it's interesting how the, the answers, you know, you talked about gratitude, you talked about big things, but it seems like the tendency for, for with this answer is like small things. It's just small, like finding that, you know, that, that joy in these kind of just small, simple things. Yeah, yeah. I had a real cup of coffee today because all I have at home is instant. Yeah. And um, I was like, this is the best, crappiest coffee I've had just because it came out of a coffee maker. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's strange having to reappraise all the things. Uh -huh. um, so what... Uh, what do you think you'll will be like the first thing you'll want to do when this period passes? The first thing that I, I just, I want to <laughs> so many besides, things. besides going for a croissant that's not wrapped in plastic. Yeah. The very <laughs> Cause that's number one. Thing. So what's the second really? <laughs> uh, you know what? I just want to go hang out with honestly anybody. If a neighbor walks down the sidewalk and is nice enough to me, and invites me into their home. If they like, it was fortuitous like that. I would, I would absolutely join that stranger in their house. I'm just dying for a human to sit le less than six feet away from me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like anybody, this is a a, a mating call. <laughs> <laughs> that also, that also sounds really optimistic. Like I'm wondering if after all of this we might because in my head part of me is thinking like oh we're going to be less generous with each other like we're going to be scared to interact but you framed it in such a way that maybe we're actually going to be more eager and excited and then we'll be more open-minded I, I mean in terms of our time and our for uh, sure our interest to spend time with each other yeah we're gonna burst because i didn't even realize how this is not i'll just tell you so the park is right there. It's 30 steps away. So I can't, I don't go into the park 
I'm like, I'm not gonna break the rules, but the air apparently knows the difference between the barrier and just is clean over here. And I know. So there's people jogging. I don't care, do it what you want. But I was standing there and I said, Oh my god, their shirts look like tight as they're running and they're everyone like the men were so fit because all they've been doing is working out. And I thought I feel like I'm salivating. Like, <laughs> just watching them bounce around the track and I was just there. Gabby was trying to read a book to me and she said, did you hear me, mommy? I said, not a damn thing. And I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, because, I mean, think think about, like, just touch again, too, right? Like, what you're just describing. Think about, like, a hug from someone and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. It's going to be just, like, mental boners all over the place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can we say that? We're going to say that. Whatever. It's fine. That's, that's definitely making it. That, that's making the cut for sure. Mental boners? 100%. That's... <laughs> no way that is Honestly, I'm pretty sure it just sponsored the podcast. Um, we, we have one. The last question is, what's something that you would like to, like, that you've been uh, watching or reading or listening to that's, that's uh, you know, that's helped you forget what the hell's going on or just get through what's going on? that you would like to recommend to our listeners? I did watch all Charlie's Angels movies. <laughs> and do they, do they hold up? What do you think? You know what? I just wanted something to, that didn't make it, I didn't want a drama. I didn't want romance because obviously I got excited by joggers. Um, <laughs> I just, I wanted something that was so far from reality. And I, I, yeah, Charlie's Angels. And you can kind of watch it with your kids. It's a stretch, but I, it's good enough for now. <laughs> right. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Visit storieswedonttell.org and like our Facebook page for more information about our monthly events. And for more stories, check out our book available anywhere books are sold. This podcast is sponsored by Mental Boners. Mental Boners, something we all long for. <laughs>